Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. Uh, I've got my lead pastor, John Welch, Pastor John Welch, with me today again. And John, all you're doing is listening. Well, this is so good, Pastor. As a matter of fact, uh, we were talking right before we went live here and or went on to record, and um, I, I, I want to hear I want to hear the rest of the story from the last <laughs> podcast. So if you're jumping in on this podcast, stop right now. Go, go listen back to, to that's the previous. Right. That's right, because that'll give you context for exactly. this one. So, well, what we're dealing with and what we've been talking about uh, basically is dealing with bad people. Yeah, this is really good. And and I I mean I've gone over this in in several podcasts now. Uh, actually, this will be our, our fourth one mm-hmm. on this, uh, about bad people and the fact that there are bad people who have bad motives. They, they, are, um, they are really being directed by the enemy, yeah. by the devil. No question about it. And uh, a lot of times they don't even realize that's, that's what's happening, but they are. Yes. And so, um, uh, but you have to discern the difference between bad people and people who have just gotten caught up in sin mm-hmm. and consumed by it. Mm-hmm. Because there is a difference. Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the scripture that, the, that, that I was using here is uh, the Amplified Bible out of Jude, where it talks about guard yourself in the love of God, uh, expect and patiently wait for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah, which will bring you unto to life eternal. And it goes. It says, refute so as to convict some who dispute with you. And and there is a fine. I wish I had time to get into this because there's a fine line with between arguing and refuting. It's good. Yes, there is. There is a yeah. difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and a lot of people get into arguing with people, and you're not going to ever That's right. get anything accomplished That's with right. that. That's okay, good point. but I got to stop. All right. On some have mercy. Who waver in doubt? Mm-hmm. Well, those are not bad people. They're just wavering in doubt, mm-hmm. and you can't get mad at them. Mm-hmm. You just try to help them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it says, "Strive to save some others, snatching them out of the fire." In other words, you just got to go warn them. Hey, dude, you're about to go to, you know, go the wrong way here. Yeah. This is not going to help. This yeah. is not going to turn out good. Uh, on others, take pity, but with fear, loathing even the garments spotted by the flesh and polluted by their sensuality. Wow. Now, I was talking about this because I had a friend back in the 80s who pastored a powerful church in California who literally got polluted with sensuality. Mm-hmm. He got caught up uh, with another woman and and got into sexual sin and perversion uh, with her. And as on the, I told this on the last podcast, I, I went out there, tried to help him, brought him to, to, to Shreveport, yeah. tried to help him. And finally, the Lord spoke to me and said, if you don't leave him alone, you're going to be tainted by his sin. Wow. And so I had to let him go. Mm-hmm. Now, that didn't mean I didn't. I let him go in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I still prayed for him and, and loved him, but but. I, I knew that I could not be the one, that I couldn't do that anymore. His church went down to nothing. His wow. wife lost everything. It mm-hmm. was really a sad deal, mm-hmm. uh, heartbreaking. His sons, he had three great sons. They they were younger then, and it just was a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I'm going on with my life, and years years go by, you know, number of years go by, um, several years, and and uh, I I I read my mail. You know, a lot of people don't read their mail. I right. read my mail. If I get a newsletter, I'll, I'll read, it. read it. I sure. mean, I may not read every word of it, but I'm gonna look at it. And yeah. and I got this out of the blue. I got this on my stack. I got this uh, um, uh, newsletter from this church in Illinois. And the church in Illinois, I didn't know them, didn't know anything about them, you know, but I got this email. So I was looking through it, and, and it just so happens it listed the staff. And listed in that staff was my friend's name. Oh, wow. In housekeeping. Wow. Wow. I said, this couldn't be the same person. You know, and the name was a pretty, you know, fairly common yeah. person. Um, wow. So, but I said, I'm going to find out. So I called the church. Well, sure enough— it was my friend. Amazing. Amazing. And um, uh, so uh, I got in touch with him, and he wasn't he wasn't doing that anymore. But I said, man, what's going on with your life? I, I see you're at this church, you know, and, and uh, he said, he said, look, his, his family lived in Arkansas. He said, look, I'm up coming to see my family. Uh, let me stop by and, and mm. let's have lunch. I said, mm. come on. So he came, and— um, uh, so we we went to lunch. I said, "Man, you got to tell me because I've, I've been praying for Wanna you." No, sure. Tell me what's happened in yeah. your life here because you're definitely different. And he said, "Obviously, he said, well, I'm I'm for sure humble." Yeah, you know, because life will humble you. You know, absolutely. You walk through something. Oh like that, yeah. And no he doubt. he told me the story. He said, "I I was with this woman. We started a church called New Hope, which was you know that's right. really funny, but but." Uh, he said one day I came home and she'd left me mm. and he said, and I got into sexual sin, into perversion that was just, and he told me, I don't even want to repeat how ugly it was, just it's terrible dark. stuff, yeah. dark stuff. Yeah. And he said, I'd do good a while and I'd, then I'd fall back. And he said, and this pastor uh, in Illinois knew me and through a family member or somebody. And uh, he said, look, why don't you come up here to the church? And uh, so he was at that church and working in the literally going from having a church of three thousand people back in the eighties to to cleaning the toilets. Wow, that's that was his job, you know. Mm. And he said, "I um, I'd do good for a while, then I'd slip back." Mm-hmm. And and, um, and he said, "And I was struggling, but I I, I knew God wanted me to break break sure. out of this." Yeah. And he said, "I was praying one day." And I heard the Lord speak to me and tell me, go to Brazil. And he said, Lord, I don't know anybody in Brazil. I, I, he said, I wasn't even sure it was the Lord, you know. He said, it was, that was on a Wednesday. Well, that night, there was a missionary at the church from Brazil. Brazil. Wow. And, and invited the pastor of the church to come preach in Brazil. And he turned to Jerry and said, you need to come too. Yeah. Got to be God. Got to be. So they arranged the trip several months later. So they fly into to Brazil, and I don't even remember what town it was they flew into now, but they flew in probably Sao Paulo, but uh, they, they flew in, and the plane was late, and they were supposed to speak that night at a church. So they got off the plane, gathered their luggage, went straight to the church. Mm-hmm. And the pastor, uh, his pastor that was with it, you know, was preaching that night. So they they brought Jerry, my friend, up on the platform with him. Set him down. This is crazy. On the platform. 
And he's sitting next to Now, I know this sounds crazy, but it's true. Sitting next to him was this pastor, but he only had one leg. Had one leg was amputated okay. at, b- b- right at the knee. And, he, and, um, uh, and this pastor kept looking at him and weeping and patting him on, the, on, on his leg. And, and my friend thought, man, what is going on with this guy? <laughs> well, they preached that night, and then they had a day or two off. And then they were gonna, he was going to make a uh, – this pastor was going to make a kind of a tour to some churches in some smaller communities. Mm-hmm. And so um, the first place they went was this pastor with the one leg. Now, you can't make this up. This, is, this, is, this really happened, okay? So – the pastor that was with uh, my friend preached there that night, had a great service, and they were leaving to go somewhere else the next day. And, um, uh, and the, the, the pastor with the one leg talk, begged my friend and the pastor, please stay with me. Mm. Please stay mm. with me. And he said, I don't even know why I did it, but I said, okay, I'll stay. Well, he didn't realize that, number one, it was going to be for a week. And number two, the pastor didn't have a house. He slept in the back of the church oh. <laughs> and had a little apartment in the back of the church. Yeah. And so my friend was in the apartment with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, the guy didn't speak any English, you know, and, and, and my friend said, man, I don't know why I did this, you know. And so the first night he was there, this pastor woke him up like at 3 in the morning. And all he could say was, pray, pray. And he brought him out in the sanctuary, and they prayed. And then they went back to bed. Okay, He did this every night until my, my friend said, I got really frustrated with it. Got really frustrated with it. He said, but I, the, the last night I was going to be there, he got me up, and he said, and he said, I had already said, if he wakes me up again tonight, I'm going to tell him, leave me alone. I want to sleep. <laughs> but he said, I didn't. I, he said, I Literally, I I got up and went in there to pray with him. And he said, and so we're in the in the sanctuary praying. And he said, all of a sudden, mm. he said, now I know this didn't happen naturally, but I saw it. The top of the building, a light came through the top of the building, came down and hit me in the top of the head. Wow! Went all the way through my body and totally cleansed wow. me wow. of all of that all of that perversity. Wow. In a moment's time, this is incredible. I was totally cleansed of all that perversity. Mm, mm. Well, you can imagine when when the group came back that day that he had to he needed to find out yeah. what was going on. So he gets an interpreter and he said, "What in the world? Tell me what your what what happened here." Now listen to this. He said, "20 years ago, mm. I saw your face." When I was praying, and God spoke to me and told me, I'm going to use you to deliver that man. That, that okay. is mind-boggling. Okay, you go back 20 mm. years, he's pastoring a little small rural church in the desert in California. Yeah. Mm. But God saw ahead and prepared his deliverance. It's amazing. Okay. Amazing. So, so he... Um, so he said, five years ago, the pastor the, the, with the one leg said, I had cancer, and they had, that's why I lost my leg. leg. And he said, they told me I was going to die. And I told him, I said, God, 
I cannot die. I have not seen this man. Hmm. And he was instantly healed of cancer. Incredible. And so he was totally, (laughs) completely set free. Wow. Now, see, if you had judged him as a bad person, you would have misunderstood and misinterpreted where he really was. Absolutely, yeah. Now, here's the sad part about it. The sad part about it is that during all of this time away from the Lord, he got cancer. Mm. And it ended up killing him. Mm. And I said, let's believe God together. Let's pray together. He said, I can't do it. He said, I am so happy that I'm going to heaven. From com- com- and the condemnation has weighed on me so hard for what I did that the best thing for me to do is he to, go to, heaven. to go to heaven. Wow. He reconciled with his wife and with his kids. Mm. Before he before he passed away, but you, if you're not careful, you'll judge somebody as a bad person. Yeah, and when really what's happened is they've been consumed by sexuality. Yeah, and there is a deliverance for them. Yeah, if you'll pray and you'll yeah. stay pray for them, and I know there were others that were praying for him. Mm. God can supernaturally do something. That is so good. Isn't that a great that story? Is- Incredible. I mean, I, I've, I've told that story all over the world. That is incredible. Because it's such a, a – about – now, that may mess with some of you with your doctrine. Yeah. You know? But, but who cares? Who cares? <laughs> 20 years. That's amazing. Uh, you know, even before he was successful, God saw. God saw it. And brought a deliverance for wow, him. Isn't wow. Isn't that awesome? Wow. That is so good. So That's not everybody is a bad person. It's They're good. just consumed with sexuality or with consumed with something. Drugs. Yeah. People, you know, all kinds yeah. of things. But that doesn't mean God can't deliver them. Absolutely. That doesn't yeah. mean you have to stay involved with them because yeah. you can get tainted by that. But yet, on the other hand, you can't pray for them and God can deliver them. Yeah, they're not hopeless. They're not hopeless. They're not hopeless. Yeah. It's, not, it's exactly. not a hopeless situation. Exactly wow. right. Praise that the Lord. So good. Well, I, I know you enjoyed this. Yeah. I enjoyed telling you this. And I Love believe it. you're going to be blessed uh, uh, today because you've heard this this podcast. God bless you till our next time together. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.